0: Welcome, I'm Ruben Ahlmeth with the Las Vegas Colel. In 1985, Mexico City was rocked by a terrible earthquake. Businesses were destroyed, houses collapsed, many people were killed. The international community came to Mexico's aid. They sent relief, funds, all sorts of supplies to help out Mexico during their time of crisis. Robert Ciladini in his tremendous book, Influence, observed that of all the countries that came to help Mexico during their time of need, he noticed that Ethiopia had sent a $5,000 check offering aid to Mexico. Chiladini was confused. Ethiopia, if you recall in the 80s, was struck by a terrible famine, poverty. They had no resources or wealth. What was Ethiopia, of all countries, doing sending a check across the world to Mexico? Mexico and Ethiopia had no real obvious ties. Ethiopia has no wealth, no money, no resources. Why are they sending a check to Mexico across the world? Read the story, end of Genesis. We read how Joseph is sold as a slave down to Egypt. He finds himself enslaved in the house of a man named Potiphar. And the Torah tells us that Potiphar's wife tries seducing Joseph to sin with her. Day after day, she implores him. She tries seducing Joseph to commit adultery. Joseph tries to stay strong and not give in to his temptations and to, not to break his moral standards. And day after day, Joseph goes ahead and he is able to withstand the temptation. However, over time, his will, it eventually begins to erode and break. And the verse tells us that at one point, Joseph was just about to give in, and sin with Mrs. Potiphar. But the verse tells us that Joseph goes ahead in a moment of reflection. He says, Eich hazos. How can I do this terrible thing? Rabbi Yovadya from Svarno writes, What does this mean? What was Joseph's moment of reflection? Rabbi Svarno explains, ra tachas tova. Joseph reflects to himself, he gives himself that last boost of courage and he doesn't give in to his temptation because he reflects, how can I go ahead and how can I give bad in exchange for good? How can I be ungrateful to Potiphar, my master, who's taken care of me, says Joseph. He's given me food, he's given me clothing, he's given me shelter. How can I do this bad thing and go ahead and show ingratitude Not be appreciative to all that Potiphar has done to me, how can I go ahead and commit adultery with his wife? And that explains Rabbi Sfarno. That's how Joseph had the strength and courage not to give in to his temptations. My rabbi would always highlight just how interesting this passage and insight of Rabbi Sfarno is. Think about it Joseph is a pious, righteous man. Despite all of his piety, despite all of his righteousness, the seduction of Mrs. Potiphar, it erodes and crumbles his defenses. And he's about to give in to commit a sin. But what gives him that last boost of of courage and strength? It's his appreciation of gratitude and his feelings of thanksgiving that he has towards his master Potiphar. It's that gratitude and appreciation and not wanting to trample on those feelings of gratitude and appreciation. That's what gives him the courage not to sin. And my rabbi would always point out, What appreciation? What gratitude? Joseph is a slave. He's being held against his will by Potiphar. Potiphar, indeed, he is giving him food. He's giving him clothing, giving him shelter. But it's only for his self-serving interests so that Joseph could be a good slave and could be able to work hard to help promote Potiphar's own gain. Why does Joseph have any gratitude or appreciation for Potiphar? Potiphar is using and abusing Joseph. Yet, Apparently, Joseph still has just a little bit of appreciation, just some gratitude. After all, Potiphar is taking care of him. He is taking care of his physical needs. And that minimal level of appreciation and gratitude and thanksgiving that Joseph has to Potiphar, that's what gives him the courage. That's what gives him the strength and the moral courage not to give in to his sin. It's those feelings of appreciation and gratitude, which are so minimal in this situation. It's so minimal in this circumstance. Nonetheless, those small feelings of gratitude and appreciation, that's what gives him the strength, the courage not to give in to his temptation. Thanksgiving, gratitude, appreciation, it's such a defining part of our humanity. We are hardwired. It's part of our DNA to be people of thanksgiving, of gratitude, of appreciation. It's part of who we are. Robert Ciladini did some research and he discovered that in 1935, 50 years before those earthquakes in Mexico City, Ethiopia had been invaded by Italy and Ethiopia was fighting for its nation's survival. And Mexico had come to Ethiopia's aid. They had sent resources and supplies to help Ethiopia withstand the invasion from Italy. 50 years later, when Ethiopia is broke, destitute, during one of the hardest famines in modern history, Ethiopia sends Mexico a $5,000 token gift for relief during Mexico's time of crisis. Why? Because they still had that gratitude 50 years later for what Mexico had done for them during their moment in crisis. So when Mexico is in their moment of crisis, Ethiopia wants to help out because gratitude, appreciation, it's such a powerful feeling and emotion within each and every one of us as individuals. It's within each and every one of us as a community. And that's why Ethiopia sends that check a half a century later as a token of their appreciation and gratitude for what Mexico had done for them in 1935. Feelings of gratitude, feelings of appreciation and thanksgiving, it's who we are, it defines us as humans, it's our job to make sure we have appreciation, we have the gratitude for the people around us, for our loved ones, our friends, our colleagues, and most importantly, we should have those feelings of gratitude and appreciation to God above. Feelings of thanksgiving, it defines us, it's who we are, we need to make sure we nurture those feelings and make sure we're people of gratitude and